Professor Bryn Brown's research shows that vulnerability fosters good emotional and mental health. It is a sign of courage. We become more resilient and brave when we embrace who we truly are and what we are feeling. The Vulnerable Scientist Podcast is a space for scientists to tell their honest and authentic stories. I am your host, Saranya Kerry, who happens to be a scientist, informal science communicator, and I help scientists create personal websites. If you want to support this show, go to www.patreon.com slash thevulnerablescientist. You can also follow this podcast on all social media platforms at TV Scientist Pod. So... You you've studied in J uh not J you studied in Technical University of Kenya, um industrial chemistry, you've gone into a slight internship, then you switched um in a paints company. The first Sudan mm-hmm. was a paints company, right? Yes. Then you've got into Actually technically mm-hmm. the second one because there was this startup paint company. Mm. Sadolin was the second, but then I also moved from Sadolin to to Crown before I before I left for the US. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. So, uh, so you because you you got employed to Sadolin. Um, yes. Okay. Then when when did you move to Crown? Um, I moved to Crown. In, I think February of twenty seventeen. Yes, February twenty seventeen. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Why? Yeah, they had a better offer, mm. and uh, I was like, uh, I think now I can use because this is a better offer, so I think I can save more and apply to more schools. Oh, yeah. By then, I didn't know that I was going to to the U.S. because it was already February. So my mind was like, okay, I didn't get admission, so I'll try for next year. Was this before reaching out to the school or after? It was after reaching out to the school. Okay. So in this process of uh, back and forth emails, you know, Mm. you are late. uh, Okay. They are putting you on a wait list, so Mm. it's nothing sure. Was it a scholarship? Yes, it was a scholarship. Okay, so, all a right. A full scholarship. Awesome. Okay, so let's. Uh, so then you you applied for a PhD, uh, the Rhodes PhD program. Which 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 uh, what was it? Which course? What did you apply to? With the Rhodes. Uh, so for the Rhodes, you first apply to get the scholarship. Oh, that the, then the after scholarship. that, okay. and then after you have the scholarship, mm. is when you apply to the school. Okay, so you apply to Rhodes yeah. twice, then you don't get yes. it twice. I didn't get it. Uh, yes, in terms of like you go past the interview, say whatever, like mm-hmm. you, you know, you've passed. Um yes. Then now, you've you've had a stint uh, in a company that you didn't like. Mm-hmm. Then mm-hmm. you. Someone pinching a child. Oh, you can hear the. Oh. No, it's okay. I'm just wondering. Are they okay? Did you? Were you on care duties? Um, You've neglected. No. (laughs) (laughs) That's 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 my little daughter. She's. But she's she's with someone. Yeah, she's with someone. 
Okay, so it's okay. Yeah, I think it's fine. Yeah, I think the, that's why I had to lock myself in that room. So, but I I didn't know that you could hear the background. From no, far. I, uh, I don't. Need, I don't think it would be picked here, but I can hear. But, 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 but she's she's now she's now silent. Okay. It's okay. It's yeah. okay. I just I I thought you neglected your duties to be here. <laughs> no, 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 no. Okay. <laughs> no. Uh, so um then uh after that that's when you you give up on UK and look for an opportunity in US and last minute, you know, decision, right? Right. Yeah, yeah, then you apply within a month and you don't succeed to apply for the rest of the things uh, for the rest of mm-hmm. one thing which is now the GRE because yes. of the booking and yep. you you reach out to the school in February the next year to find out and they mm-hmm. tell you that you're late but they tell you uh, three, three weeks later that you, they can put you on a waiting list but no promises then fam- mm-hmm. finally a week later they tell you that you've gotten the position yes so at that point how how was that like? Uh, this is in March, right? That is, we are in April now, the start of April. Oh, okay. Uh-huh. So I was really excited. Mm. They sent me the offer letter on email mm. and explaining everything. But that is from the department level mm. because the department is uh, is the one that is uh, uh, giving you the offer. Mm. So that was the Department of Chemistry. Mm-hmm. So I have the letter. Mm. Now how they usually work is the department gives you a letter. Mm. They recommend your name. Mm. They forward all your application. They recommend your name to the graduate school. Mm-hmm. So what the graduate school does mm. is to facilitate uh, the process. And uh, to give you all like the documents that are required for you to to take to the to the embassy when mm-hmm. you apply for the visa. Mm-hmm. So the start of April, mm-hmm. uh, like I told you, I had already given up mm-hmm. you know, on uh, going because I I knew that I would not uh, uh, get. So remember that time I don't even have a passport. Mhm. So the moment I received the letter mm. is the day that I applied for a passport. <laughs> Wait. When when did you get the email? What time did you get the email of the day? I got the email early April. No, what time of the day? I uh because it was at night, mm. you know, because of the time difference. So like Yeah. Like right now, it's uh, almost uh, midday and it's mm. night at home. Mm. So I got the email at night. Uh-huh. Then the so next day. I walk, the following, the next day I went to apply for a passport because I knew that was the, one of the requirements. Of course, I have to travel. Wait, and uh, but I, uh, what about the uh, job? I'm still, I'm still working. Oh, but you excuse yourself like the same day. At that time, actually, mm. I was working at night. Oh. I was, uh, yeah, I was working at night. Okay. okay. So I got the email when I was uh, Still at work. Still at work. Mm. Yes. Mm-hmm. And then I went to apply for a passport. I never knew they would require my passport like that early. 
so before they send before they send you uh, there's another form called the I20. Mm. So basically I20 is what uh, allows you to mm. get into the US mm-hmm. as a student. Mm-hmm. So so your your visa cannot be denied with that form. Well, no if you if you go if you go to the embassy with that with that form and mm-hmm. it shows that you are you have a full scholarship because mm-hmm. what basically that form says is mm-hmm. that you have a full scholarship mm-hmm. your education is fully funded and mm-hmm. you know you'll be paid a stipend at mm-hmm. the end of every month so mm-hmm. you you cannot be denied visa if you have that okay. unless mm-hmm. maybe you have other issues yeah it's a partial it's a partial scholarship and mm-hmm. uh, you have to prove uh Oh, where how you are going to fund yourself but if it's a full scholarship mm. yeah it's almost a guarantee that you'll be given a visa okay uh-huh so but before you know since now it's a it, you know it's a, it's a very important documents they mm. must they have to make sure that your names are correctly spelled and mm. everything mm. so they need a copy of your passport mm. before they process that mm-hmm I don't have my passport. Mm-hmm. And you know how long uh, how, oh, <laughs> how long the passport usually takes. So start of April I applied for a passport. I mm. waited a oh. month later. There the school is asking me for a copy of my passport. I don't have it. It took I think what six about weeks your before ID? I got my passport. What about No, your they ID? cannot use your ID. Okay. Mm. They have to use your passport because mm. that is a travel document. Did you your tell ID. them that you're waiting? Yes, I told them that I'm waiting. Mm. But you know, if you wait too long, they are also going to tell you, okay, mm. I don't think you are going to meet the deadlines. So mm-hmm. six weeks later, I got my passport. Mm. I sent them. So we are now in May. Mm. I sent them my a copy of uh, my passport. Mm. So I'm. Oh, I think you can hear the background of the baby. Yeah, but it's okay. It, it won't. Okay. Uh, are you okay if I'm not? I don't succeed to edit that out. It's fine. It's fine. Okay. No, no, no. It's, yeah, no but I'm, I might be able to edit that out. But just in case, I like background. Uh, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> so sometimes it, it makes uh, it makes things uh, uh, a little bit, you know, nice. But yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you got lost. The, now you finally got, got your passport. <laughs> Yes, I sent them a copy of my passport mm. and then, you know, I'm waiting for them to send me the I-20. Mm. So, nowadays, I think they send the I-20 via email, but mm. then, because, mm. I, because of COVID and mm. everything, mm. but then mm. they used to mail it, mm-hmm. like via DHL. Mm. So, it usually takes like a week mm-hmm. or a week and a half or even two before it before it gets to Kenya. Mm. So I'm waiting for them to process. Mm. It's uh, beginning of May. Mm. One week they are not responding. They are mm. not send, telling me that they oh. are sending. Two weeks, Eight. three weeks. I'm now worried. Oh man! They are not sending me the uh, the I twenty mm. because I need that to book uh, the visa interview. Yeah. Mm. So I emailed the department. Mm. I told them I submitted everything that the graduate school required, but mm. they are not responding. Mm. So they said, uh, we'll follow up mm. uh, with with them and see what happened. Two mm. days later, mm. they sent me an email. Mm. 
I'm still working at night. So mm-hmm. I get this email mm-hmm. and they said uh, uh, they could not verify mm-hmm. that your university mm-hmm. is uh, accredited. Oh. <laughs> oh my goodness. And I'm like, so what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I know... Uh, I was in a university and it was accredited. Yeah, Tuki is accredited. So yeah. what are you guys telling me? <laughs> so they said, unless you prove uh, that it's accredited, that uh, is when we are going to send you your I-20. But until then, but, we cannot continue the application. But why didn't they say that before? No, because, I, because the mm. department mm. doesn't... Uh, do the accreditation mm. or they doesn't uh, they don't deal with the accreditation or mm. to prove anything oh, it's the graduate school okay, that does that okay, okay. so i was done with the department mm. now it's up to the graduate school okay so oh man I'm at what's work going on what's going night. on through your mind <laughs> i was like this is not meant for me there's a lot of hurdles that yeah. I, one one after another. Yeah. So I was like, no, I think this was, wasn't meant for me. But mm. I said, I think I've been through a lot. Let me just yeah. see what I can do. So I like that you said that. Like the only thing that kept you going is the things that have happened before. Right. Like the only thing that made you not to give up on this is because men have gone through mm-hmm. <laughs> I've, I've gone through a lot. <laughs> yeah. So, wow. mm-hmm. so I think then going through a lot is essential in our lives, right? I think so. Struggling. And it makes you. Mm. Yeah, I think it makes you. It shouldn't uh, wear you down, but at least it, it should make you like you know able stronger. Able to do anything. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, able to face any challenges that comes your way. Because if things didn't happen before for you, then mm-hmm. I think I would have. Just forgot say, about it. Okay. Like, uh, forget about it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. I so, love that. Mm-hmm. I was working at night. Remember, I mm. didn't even go to home. I just went straight to school. Mm. I went to the department. Mm. I met the chairman mm. in the morning. Luckily, he was there. I told him, you know, this is what this is the email that I received. I actually printed the email out. Mm-hmm. So what am I supposed to do? So mm-hmm. the chairman told me, uh, I'm not in a position to answer you that, but mm-hmm. if you go to the registrar's office, mm-hmm. uh, they might help you. So let me ask, so, who was he part of your, was he or she part of your referees? The chairman. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yes, and he was part of my, my referees. So your referees were your lecturers? Yeah, my lecturers were my referees. Okay, uh-huh. So you yeah, went to register. I went to registers, and uh, <laughs> you have been in. I know you have been in Truk for yes. a while. I don't know. Yes. You know the kind of registrar that we have. Uh, we had. I don't know if they they have a, a different one. Uh-huh. Uh, nowadays, <laughs> you getting into his not... offices. Uh, yeah, if you, you, yeah. So. I went to the secretary's office. Mm. I told him, hey, I want to talk to the registrar. Mm. You know, he asked me, do you have an appointment? Mm. I bravely said yes. Mm. Because if I if I said no, then you, just told, no, you need to book an appointment, come mm. another day, and yeah. you know, all those bureaucracies. Yeah. So I said, yes, I have an appointment. Mm. So like. he went and said, okay, there is uh, someone here. He said he has an appointment uh, mm. with you. 
Uh, he said, okay, tell him to come in. Mm. I went in. He doesn't even look at me. Mm. He's busy with his computer. Mm. What is it? I tried to explain myself and then he looked at, he looked at me and said, we don't deal with that in this office. Uh. Go to the uh, the attorney's office, the lawyers, the school lawyer. They uh. can help you with that. Mm. So I went to the school lawyer. Uh, she was not in office. Mm. I had to wait for another like an hour. Mm. Only for her to come and tell me, oh, uh, I'm sorry for you that you're going through that, but we don't deal with the accreditation here. Mm. Mm. What I what I can advise you, go mm. to the Commission of University of Education eh? in Gigiri. Uh-huh. They might help you with that. Okay. So that is out of the university. Now you're going past the university. Yes, that mm. is past the university. So what I do, I go get a mat, go to Gigiri, Commission of University of Education, same day. Mm. I got there, uh, I explained my case. Mm. I actually got a very nice uh, person. I explained mm-hmm. my case and he mm. said, hey, you know, he told me, you know, this is your future and mm. uh, your university is accredited. Mm. So just sit here, I'll write you a very good letter, mm. give it to them and mm. let me know if they reject it. Mm. So... He wrote me a letter, a very oh. nice letter, and mm. then he stamped it. I mm. went uh, to the gate. I was I was reading the letter. I mm. realized, oh, the stamp is upside down. Uh-huh. Then you went back. So I said, you know, they might they might uh, use the use a very small excuse. Yeah. I went back. I found the same guy. I said, oh, this uh, stamp is upside down. He said, wait, okay, I still wait. have the letter on my computer. Wait. Yeah. What made what made you so confident that he will not like chase you? See, the stamp is okay. What's wrong with you? As long as <laughs> I mean, you know, the way he approached you first, like, right? Yeah, the way he the, the way he approached me first, he mm. was so humble, and mm. you know, at that time, mm. you you know, like this is my future mm. in my hands. Yeah, I I will do anything. Mm. Uh, to make sure that I, you know, I succeed. Mm. Even if they are going to chase me. You know, something that has always been confident with me, sometimes mm. in mm. such situation, mm. I usually t- tell myself, you know, mm. what is the ba- what is the bad worst thing that, thing that what happen. is the worst that it can happen? Mm. They'll just chase me away. Yeah. They'll not arrest me. I haven't done anything, anything wrong. wrong. So yes. I just went and uh, he had the, the the letter in his computer. He just printed and stamped it right away. And he gave me, he told me, take both of them. Mm. So I went straight to the cyber, scanned mm. it, mm. sent it to them. Mm. Uh, Same with Silin Gigiri, or you went to town. So I went to I town. I like details. <laughs> it's fine. <laughs> So I went to town. The cyber is, of course, cheap in town. Yeah, compared to other places. Scanned, yeah, yeah. Scanned my uh, document and I sent it to them. Mm. Two days later, they sent me my I twenty, mm-hmm. and I was like, "Wow, uh, it's finally Already done." Already, like so in I your hands. I hadn't even. No, they had. I had to wait for oh, like a week. Oh, okay. So they just notified it's you. Coming, right? Yeah, they just notified me, and then they gave they gave me a tracking number so I could yeah. track where it is. Way bill. Yes. So by then, I hadn't told anyone at work that I, I'm leaving soon. Mm-hmm. 
So I went, told my manager, you know what, uh, um, I'll be leaving soon mm. in July. Mm. I want to go back to school. Wait. You know, my manager told me. Uh, yeah. uh, sorry, before that. Did okay. Before deciding to go to the manager, like at that point mm-hmm. now, were you sure when they sent you that that uh, letter? At that point, that's when you were sure that you were going. You didn't feel that there's something the reason, else that might happen. I wasn't. I wasn't a hundred percent sure. The only mm. reason I went to my manager is, mm. uh, I, I, put the my works address. Mm. The department, like the department I was working, so oh, I knew that letter would come, come to my manager first. Okay. So I had to prepare him mm. before that letter comes. Okay. Because you know. I couldn't put my physical address. I then I was living in Mathare, so you know it would yeah. have been very difficult. So mm. uh, yeah, we don't me, have a physical. Uh, for people who don't understand, like in yeah, Kenya, you just have... can't have a physical address. I don't know. Sometimes yeah, I see these applications asking uh-huh. me some. I don't know. I'm like, that that doesn't yeah, it, like it's yeah. weird sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Know. So the only safest place I knew is if it comes to my workplace, that mm. would have been yeah, at least safe. Mm. So my manager told me, you know what, Alex, mm. you've been very hardworking, but when someone gets a new opportunity mm. to, like, you get a new job, just tell me you, wa- you want to go to a new job. You don't, we know, we know these stories. People say they want to go to school, mm. but they have a new job. Oh. So I told him, no, I, I'm going to school. Mm. He said, okay, I'll take your word for it. And mm. then a few days later... But he didn't believe arrives. you. He didn't believe me. Yeah. Uh, he said, uh, okay. Because he had asked me, where are you going to school? I told him in the US. He mm. said, okay. A few days later, he received the letter. He called me to his office and said, oh, is this letter US? Because I would have opened it. But you told me that you are going to school. And I see this letter is from the US. Mm. I said, yes. Uh, mm. Okay, can can you open? I, I want just to see which school you are going to. Mm. I opened and no, oh, he said, okay, that's that's good. Mm. Uh, at least I can now believe you that mm. you are going to school. Mm. So that we are already now in June. Mm-hmm. I have to book my visa appointment and prepare for my travel and everything. Mm. You know, mm. so. Uh, I had my interview in July, I mm. prepared, and then um, I left, I think it was the 2nd of August, now to come to start. Uh, oh, your visa was ap- approved at first? Yes, my visa was, ap- my, my visa was approved the same day, so uh. you just wait for a few days, and then they, they send it via DHL, you collect it, like, I think after two, three days. Oh, It was wow. quite straightforward. Because of yeah. that... That that uh... yeah because of your because of I twenty actually I think they only asked me two questions in the, mm. in, the in in the embassy. Okay, so August yeah. you left. August I left. Now to start a new journey, the graduate school journey. Wait, did they pay for your? Yeah, I ask all for those my tickets. Yes. Oh yeah, actually it's important to ask. No, yeah. they don't pay for your. They don't pay for your ticket. Mm. Everything else. Uh, uh, you have to cater for your for everything. Even visa, they'll start paying. They'll start, yeah. Even visa, they'll start visa? paying you. Mm. Uh, after one month after you arrive here, once Wait. you start your school. 
Okay, these are the things so, that people don't ask. Right? Uh yes, these are the yeah, details that people don't, don't ask, ask but they need to ask. Yes, so because mm, and like no, I told the road scholarship they pay everything mm, for you. I'm from sure passport. if you have yeah, everything. I'm sure Gladys must have told you this this I saw you I, I don't know if you went to those details. I don't what read no, we did did we discuss Oh you didn't talk about No, that. we didn't talk about yeah. That. Some scholarships it, are, mm. are that good. Mm. They pay your air ticket, they pay mm. visa fee, they pay, they pay basically oh, air ticket, that's what she told me. I, I can't remember asking yeah. the rest. Yeah, for for that scholarship, they mm. pay actually most, if not all. From passport. Because it's, it's listed as a scholarship. Yes, mm. from, I think, I don't know if they cater for passport or anything. But I know the visa fee, mm. uh, the air ticket, all those stuff. Mm-hmm. But uh, most of the U.S. Uh, scholarships, mm. I think apart from the ones that are the MasterCard ones, sorry, mm. uh, this is uh, not a true scholarship, if I, I, I would say that. Mm. It's a, it's called assistantship. Mm-hmm. So basically... Mm. Uh, you have to to teach a lab mm-hmm. if you're in science mm-hmm. or do research in a lab mm-hmm. if uh, you know s- some people are admitted by the professor so you have to do research in their lab mm-hmm. for you to get that stipend mm-hmm. so what that means is you have to put in the work before they start paying you so uh wait so it's not possible for mm. them to pay for you a ticket and everything yeah, because okay. you haven't started working. So it's like a job. You're being given a job. Then that stipend yes. is the one that you survive on. What about the right. tuition? Where does it come from, from the program? Uh, once you... That assistantship, they waive for you the tuition fees. So you're not paying for tuition fees? What you're about your paying, research you're fees? You're not paying tuition. They are paying for everything. Okay. They are waiving all that. Okay. So you do research, mm-hmm. but at the same time as you do research, mm-hmm. you either like a teaching assistant. So if you are a teaching assistant, that mm-hmm. means you mm-hmm. have to teach an undergraduate lab. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you are a research assistant, mm-hmm. you are purely doing research. You are not teaching. Okay. So with time, you just, uh, you know, if you have a professor that, that they have funding, mm. sometimes they might put you, usually they put students on rotation. Mm. Maybe this semester you mm. are a full research assistant. Mm. The following semester you are a teaching assistant. That means you have to teach mm. plus do research mm. depending on the funding they have. Okay, okay. So at this point, yes. you, you, you have got, how much was the visa? Uh, visa, then uh, the total cost was around 43000 because you pay for your visa. You know, when you book your visa, it's mm. around, uh, I think it depends with the exchange fee. I think around, it's around 18000 to book. Mm-hmm. Plus, they have what is called a service fee. Mm. If you are going as a student, you have to pay service fee. Mm-hmm. For your I twenty records or something mm. like that. Mm. 
So then the service fee was mm. 23,000 shillings. Oh. But I've heard nowadays mm. it, it's $350. It was then $200. Right mm. now it's $350. Mm. So service fee alone will cost you slightly more than 40,000. So the for exchange rate. For that I I it to be processed by the visa side. The embassy. Yes. Yeah, oh. so for the service fee you pay at you pay maybe I think 2 to 3 days before your interview date. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Then what else? So that by the time you appear for your interview, mm. they already show the record that you already paid your service fee because it's processed uh, from from the US side. Okay. What else? Um, those are the fees that you need, and uh, of course you need to go with your I twenty, your passport, mm. and uh, the interview is straightforward. They only ask me, okay, which state you are going to, which mm. school you are going to, which mm. program mm. you are, you know, which program are you going. To and uh, like why so they asked me why mm. if I was given an opportunity mm. the same opportunity in Kenya mm. uh, in the US why would why would I choose the US one Mm-mm. yeah they ask you those kind of questions Wait, like why US say? not Kenya so I just said you know yeah, because of technology and uh, the kind oh. of you know, fast space research uh, they, they do yeah and okay. they will always ask you mm. they always try to ask you a question of you know they don't ask you direct what mm. do you want to do after school mm. because they want to uh, see if your intention is to come back after school mm. so they'll always have a question they might try to twist it but at the end of the day they just want you to prove and that okay will you come back, back. home after school mm. yes Okay. They might just ask you what's what's your plan after after graduation. So the plan is they want you to come back. They want, they want to you to come back. Okay. Your answer should be yeah, uh, like at least you want to. They you 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 will come back after school. Okay. Yeah. So depending on your answer, like mm. what's your plan after graduation, mm. your answer should just be at least, at least you want to come back. Okay. So um. Yeah, so you 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 f- f- you looked for your own ticket. Yes. The own savings. Ah, uh, well, it wasn't. Uh, actually, I, I did uh, a harambe. Ah. At home. Okay. Yeah, because remember, I told you the timeline was I was limited by time. Mm. I have passport. Mm. I need. Uh, I have to send uh, my transcripts. Mm. Through DHL. That is money, I think. Yeah, that's something like, I think, 6000 mm. just to send. Mm. And then there is all this visa fee. By mm. then, I told you it costed me like 43000 mm. I think right now it cost maybe sixty or slightly more than 60,000 shillings. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, all the preparations you need, uh, you need to, to buy uh, a lot of things, mm. maybe clothes, you need to buy... Uh, you know, just prepare yourself because you know you are going to a different weather. You have mm. to buy clothes for for different season, and then mm. you have your air ticket. Mm. And then remember, you have to survive the first month before they pay you. you so have you to need look for money. An apartment. Mm. 
Mm. You need money basically. Oh, man. So like how it was much? too much for my oh, savings. Man. Um for ticket and everything, mm. I think well, I think for mine I think I needed like 250,000. Mm. Because the ticket alone was I paid 130,000. Mm-hmm. Mm. That is because I booked late. Mhm. You can pay you can pay cheaper than that yeah. if you book early if yeah. your documents get processed early mm-hmm. and then you need to do shopping mm-hmm. you need to you know to look for an apartment mm-hmm. where you're going to live mm-hmm. you need to uh, buy food for mm-hmm. the first uh, month mm-hmm. yeah it's a lot and I usually tell people when they are applying. Mm-hmm. Try to apply to universities where there is... If you are Kenyan, try mm. to apply to university where there is another Kenyan. Mm. It will help you because if I'm in school right now, like mm. if I'm in, let's say I'm in Louisiana State University mm. and there is a Kenyan coming, mm. I can host him for, for the first one month. Mm. I can, you know, help them to... No, at least they don't figure have to buy food for that one. Yeah. They to figure out their own way before before they, they start settling in. Yeah. But imagine you are going to a new environment where you don't know anyone. Mm. It, it, it will be very difficult. How did you survive yourself? Um, I went to the school website. Mm. They have the names of the students. So mm. I sat and then I saw, you know, familiar names. Oh, mm. this is Kenyan. Mm. I emailed them and they helped me facilitate because you get to the airport, you mm. need to be picked up. Mm. You need a place to 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 sleep. Mm. Yeah, of course, before you start, uh, you need so someone to show you not, your way around. The school does not take care the, of this. No, it doesn't. Mm. It doesn't. It doesn't take care of that. They just refer you to, uh, uh, you know, they have, maybe they might have something that they help international students. Mm. Uh, but it's it's they are helpful, but it, not helpful as having someone that you can talk to mm. every time you can bother. Mm. You can bother someone. Hey, I, I need this. Mm. I don't know how to use this. I need mm. to go maybe for groceries mm. because there's no public transport here. Mm. So you need someone to to drop you off and uh, yeah. do one two. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. But luckily for me, I, I, there were Kenyans here, mm. so they helped me to to navigate my way through. Okay. And then now the graduates' uh, school journey started. Mm-hmm. Oh. Wow, interesting. I, I love this story. Yeah. I love the detail. I love the detail. That's, that's <sighs> priceless information, if you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, and uh, just to you know, to let people know that it's it's possible to come directly from your undergraduate mm. to do a PhD. Mm. That is the information most people don't know that they... It's not a must that you need to have a master's. Most mm. of the programs, actually, especially mm. in the U.S., mm. you don't need to have your master's. Mm. You just go directly. It might take you just, like, maybe five years or six, but mm. you, you get it done once. Okay. Okay, all right. Yeah. Thanks for saying that. Okay, so um, how was it like? Now, this is your first time moving from Kenya to the outside world. 
Yeah, um it was a new experience is my my first time moving outside the country. Mm-hmm. I hadn't been out of out of Kenya. Mm-hmm. It's uh um I think I say it's a, it's a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. Uh you feel good, mm-hmm. you feel bad. Mm-hmm. You miss your family. Mm-hmm. Uh strange you see strange things. Mm-hmm. Uh you see sunset the sunset at 8 9 pm something mm. that you've never seen before mm. uh, sunrise at 5 am yes mm. in august maybe mm. uh when you get closer maybe to december when winter is knocking uh sunset is at 5 am mm. i mean uh, not 5 am 5 sunset at 5 pm mm. it's confusing mm. it's very cold sometimes mm. in, in winter i'm lucky i went to uh the southern part of the US it's mm-hmm. not as cold as the uh, northern part mm-hmm. and then but of course the hurricanes in the south mm-hmm. you know, it's a new experience uh, but and then culture shock mm-hmm. that is what affects people most mm-hmm. tell you me about it you come from nairobi you come from you come from kenya where mm-hmm. everyone is social mm-hmm. and then you're in this country mm. that you don't even know your neighbor you don't even talk mm. like it's an isolated place mm. uh, people are not very social mm. it's just their way of life mm. you know sarah have you ever missed uh you know the honking of the matatus you know the, the loud <laughs> you know when you go to isli every everywhere is loud yeah And no, I haven't. Here. Trust me. <laughs> you will Ask miss. Ask anyone who has been out. You will miss. You just want, you know, or you go to a matatu. You know, some things we really take it for granted. And mm. you go to a matatu, mm. you just instantly connect to the person you're sitting next to. Next to, yeah. Or you get into a matatu and person starts, uh, someone starts preaching. Mm. I mean, we take it for granted, but you know. Sometimes you have your own problems coming out of your own house but mm. you go you see people dancing in the in CBD mm. or you I mean those they make you forget about your problems for a for a little bit and you know it nourishes you mm. for a while mm. but you you come here mm. everyone is just focused on their own lives mm. it's either school home mm. or you're going for groceries nothing else oh man that's boring man yeah, and you instantly become an introvert <sighs> especially if you are used to if you are used to uh talking to people and instantly you are just you're just like in a different world uh, it's 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 boring you literally have almost nothing to do Mm. And uh, uh that is how people fall into depression or people try they do drugs and you know and so many people especially if you're coming from a vibrant country like Kenya and you come here it, mm. if you don't get uh, prepared well mm. you it might sink you in a bad place So tell me about your experience My experience I would say um I got carried away by school life. Mm. 
that is another th- different thing like uh, school, when uh, they say the classes starts at monday here they mean it mm. you know not like uh, you know two when weeks they say later that the school is opening it's two weeks later it starts instantly and you even get homeworks on the first day mm. and you are busy like homeworks are overwhelming mm. the whole weekend you are just busy doing your homeworks you are preparing for the next class or because the next class maybe they will have a quiz when you get so you have to get prepared and your first semester is just crazy mm. before you get used to it and the 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 way they grade here they are a starts mm. at like something like 90 or 95 so ah. like what we are used to studying at 70 yeah mm. but it's not based you know the for us the exam is 70% one exam but mm. here because of homeworks and mm. uh, exams one two so you mm. find that the final exam counts only like 30% okay so if you put in the work with the homeworks and everything at least mm. you'll be in a good position mm. yeah but basically i can't even tell you how my first semester went fast it really went fast mm. but it was it was intense a mm. uh, lot of things you know and uh, starting this uh, the first semester i wasn't involved in research i was mm. just focused on uh, doing coursework mm. i started research in my second uh, semester mm. yeah and uh, research is is good and bad let me say that mm-hmm. is good when you get results mm-hmm. is bad when nothing is working and you'll experience both worlds mm. uh and it's demanding mm-hmm. and it depends with the from from my experience it depends with the kind of uh, professor you have mm-hmm. or your yeah the, your your peer or your mentor because people of people operate differently mm-hmm. you might find a professor who is very demanding they mm-hmm. want you to be in the lab mm-hmm. they will come to the lab to see if you are there they mm-hmm. want results they want mm-hmm. everything mm-hmm. that is one mm-hmm. another professor will just tell you go to the lab and do it they'll never come to the lab they'll never supervise you just mm. meet in the meetings mm. you just manage yourself so how do you learn how uh, to you learn through your peers like you have to ask mm. you have to ask you have uh, other lab mates who are, because like, when you start you, mm. you you start working with someone so that you can understand oh, the culture okay. of the mm. lab and mm. how things work mm. before you start being independent mm. yeah mm-hmm. so the uh, both sides mm. both ways of managing they have their pros and cons mm. because if you have someone who is always like you know uh demanding and they are always checking on you mm. definitely you will you'll get results you'll you, you'll move very fast mm. but again it uh, brings in the culture of micromanaging mm because you feel like you're not independent you, mm. you you want you you know at that level you don't want everyone you, you know you don't want someone to be asking you hey what happened to this what happened to this you know mm. you just want that freedom mm. 
but then again if you are left for yourself if you mm. don't if you are not self motivated mm. you might even abscond the lab for a week no mm. one will ever ask you but mm. you see you'll move very slowly in terms of research yeah or if you are stuck somewhere mm. and you don't have someone to ask or someone checking hey what should i do mm. uh when i'm stuck here Mm. So you might find that you are stuck for a month mm. and that is something that you could have done in less than a week. Yeah. But it also on the on the positive side mm. it helps you uh, to be inventive because you are stuck in this but at least you will solve it by yourself. So mm. not like someone else who's being shown how to how do to it. Solve. So yeah. Least, yeah. Yeah. So <sighs> Um, wait, you haven't told us yeah. what, what exactly you, you were doing. Like, oh, so yeah. what did you apply for? I, Why? I applied to do physical chemistry. Mm-hmm. Why? Uh, because I was avoiding to do organic chemistry. Why? I didn't like organic chemistry. Okay. Uh, I just felt like it's a lot of, uh, it, if you've done, if you've taken a chemistry class mm, you know, organic your organic chemistry it's a mm. lot of synthesis and mechanisms and mm. drawing uh, arrows which mm. i don't like <laughs> so i wanted something like yeah. to calculate calculations so. yeah physical is a lot of calculation it's like maths yes mm. yeah it's like maths mm. so i wanted something uh, to do with maths so i did physical chemistry mm. and uh, your first semester basically you don't do research mm. you you use that first semester to talk to different professors about their research mm. and then at the end of that first semester oh, at oh. least you yeah you're, you're not you, like oh, at attached to a certain professor you start getting attached to a, a certain professor from mm. the second semester oh, okay yeah so you're the one to find yeah. Which professor? Yes, you are the one to find which professor you want to work with. Okay. So they give you one semester to talk to them, to even mm. attend their group meetings and see, mm. uh, do I really want to be here? Mm. You even ask their students, oh, mm. how, is, how is it working with this professor? Mm. You know, some professors are, are tough, some mm. are nice, mm. some, are, you know, at least gives you that time. Okay. Which I think is a good thing. So it doesn't matter if they have funding or not. Like everyone has funding. That is one thing that you ha- also have to ask them. Okay. When you're interviewing them, because basically you're interviewing oh. them. Wow, yeah. I like that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So you ask them. So what will I expected? So I'm international student. I might be. I might need to travel home. Maybe mm-hmm. after every one year. Mm-hmm. Will you allow me? Will you give me a break? Something mm-hmm. like that. Mm-hmm. You know. How is it working with your lab? Or you even ask the fellow students who are there. Mm-hmm. You know. How how are you guys? Or how is it working with this professor? Mm-hmm. Uh, how frequently does it get funding? To, mm-hmm. You know, such things. What mm-hmm. is the working habit? Mm-hmm. Some professors will want you to be in the in the lab by eight, leave by six. Some mm-hmm. of them don't care. Mm-hmm. So, which I think is important because before you before you 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 get into that research group, at mm-hmm. least you would have known something, one or two, that will help you uh, maneuver your way. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. So, 
So, which so I was in physical chemistry. I yeah. selected physical chemistry. So mm-hmm. I I had a small pool of uh, professors that I, I wanted to work with. Mm-hmm. After interviewing them, I settled on one. Mm-hmm. So my research was mainly uh, doing uh, solid state nuclear magnetic resonance mm-hmm. spectroscopy mm-hmm. Uh, to investigate, you know, uh, proteins and uh, or... Uh, carbohydrates mm. and uh, a little bit of uh, you know doing uh, modeling so from uh, different uh, topics so mm. my, I selected uh, you know to use solicit NMR to mostly you know investigate carbohydrates okay. in uh, plants mm. and algae and mm. fungi what's the aim for that like what's what are you so aiming? the aim mm. for that especially for like uh, the carbohydrates in plants mm. is you know we were mainly studying the secondary cell wall of plants mm. and uh, as a source of secondary generation biofuels mm. so, you know how uh, lignin interacts with the carbohydrates in the secondary cell walls mm. because lignin is the is a uh, is the bio macromolecule that uh, inhibits you know the conversion of uh, sugars from the carbohydrates okay so if we study them and ha- and see how lignin interacts with carbohydrates mm-hmm. you can do bioengineering mm-hmm. on how to uh, weaken the lignin system mm-hmm. so that uh, the conversion of uh, carbohydrates into simple sugars will mm-hmm. be relatively cheap because that is the most expensive uh, step when converting uh, carbohydrates into simple sugars. That's why we don't have uh, cheap uh, biofuels. Oh. Because that process is expensive, yeah. Okay. And uh, for the fungi, mm. uh, is uh, the biomolecules in fungi, mm. especially, you know, fungi, they have a cell wall. Mm. And uh, nowadays, the, uh, the people who are developing drugs, mm. they... Uh, trying to develop drugs that target the cell walls of the fungi. Mm. Uh, but they are, they, the interaction of those biomolecules, they are not uh, fully uh, well understood. That's mm-hmm. why the, um, the drugs that are available in the market mm. right now for the antifungal drugs, mm. they, they don't target the cell wall. They mm. target the cell membrane. Mm. So you find that the cholesterol in our human bodies mm. and uh, uh, the molecule that is similar to cholesterol in fungi, it's mm. called agosterol, mm. they are almost similar, similar in structure. So you find most of the antifungal drugs, they mm. have side effects mm. because they attack. as they target the agosterol, they affect the cholesterol in, in human bodies. So mm. they, at the, end of, at the end of the day, they have uh, the side effects. They are oh. not, uh, their efficacy is not 100% because okay. they leave you with a lot of side effects. Mm-hmm. So if we are able to, to develop drugs that target the cell walls, mm. because human bodies, they don't have cell walls. Mm. Yeah. So don't. we don't have, uh, We at least we will limit the side, we'll effects. Limit the, the side effects. So, but unless uh, the structure of the cell wall, the fungi cell wall is fully understood, mm. then until then is when you are going to develop the, those drugs. Okay, so I'm seeing a transition into biology here. And yes, 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 yes. Tell me about that. <laughs> like, how was it um, like moving or rather adding? You know, 
I was prepared to do physical chemistry and mm. then, uh, I'm here doing a lot of, uh, you know, Bad I had to take uh, biochemistry classes. I had ah. to take protein classes. Uh-huh. Yeah, because f- for you to understand those systems, at least you, you know, you have to talk biology as well. So at and what I point? I hadn't taken any. Uh-huh. At what point did you decide to take these classes? Now from the second semester, once you Aww. start, once you establish your professor, professor. and you know, mm-hmm. okay, so this is what you are doing, mm-hmm. and you know, you sit down with them, and and they'll tell you, okay, because we want to study fungi, because we want to study carbohydrates, and because mm-hmm. we want to study proteins, mm-hmm. I think it will be helpful mm-hmm. if you take a biochemistry class or mm-hmm. a or a protein chemistry class. Mm-hmm. So that it becomes easier for you to to move fast with your research. So you go find out that class, and uh, yes, you register. go find out to register, and then you take you take those classes. They mm. were not easy mm. <laughs> because it's a graduate uh, it's a graduate course. Yeah, and, and I don't have a background. A, I I have not taken the basic uh, biochemistry oh, courses. So and then you are being introduced to higher level bio, uh, higher level biology like, and. Yeah. Sometimes you're in class and you're like, they are saying Fred, Fred. I don't know what Fred is, but people understand what Fred is, those initials. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, uh, man. You survive. You uh, have poly. no option but to survive. Pole. Yeah. Pole. Yeah. I know you, you're past that, like any pole. mean. Okay. It's, it's, it's a journey when you look back and then you say, oh, wow, I survived this. And... But it was helpful. Mm. Yeah. So um, now you're, you're doing this research, you're, you're getting... Mm. Um, um, tell me about that. Like, how do you finish this PhD? Because did you finish? Yes, I finished. Ah, so how do you finish that? Like, how was it like? Oh. Um, you're, at first, I think you're excited, of course. Mm. You're in graduate school, you're excited to to, to start research. Mm. But, you know, there is no manual mm. for, for doing research. And uh, you get into it and research... Uh, absorbs your energy literally. Mm. You're here, you think you've done your best. Mm. You go to a group meeting, you mm. present uh, mm. what you've done, mm. and uh, you've put in your work, work uh, day in and, and night, mm. and then your professor tells you. Uh, that is not what I expect from a graduate student. And you feel demotivated. Where? Because you've given your best. Yeah. You think, wow, I, after this presentation, I think I can even take two days rest. Yeah. And then it's like you've done nothing. And mm. you're frustrated. Mm. And there's no time to rest. Mm. Uh, you have to correct whatever you've been told to. You mm. have to go back to to the lab and mm. you have to sit on your computer for I don't know how many hours. Mm. And again, you do the same thing. Mm. You go back 
the professor tells you uh, this is an improvement but at least to the level but i didn't ex- i was expecting much from you you know mm-hmm. it's always like that um sometimes you get sometimes you do work and uh, your professor praises you oh yeah this is good this is what i am expecting so mm-hmm. the thing i learned about graduate school you know mm-hmm. it's a training mm-hmm. right yeah they expect you like as times goes by mm-hmm. you continuously improve mm-hmm. but then you know you're not the only student in the lab mm-hmm. You're in a group, maybe like five students, some even are ten, some even are like twenty students in one group. Mm. Everyone will move at a different pace. Mm. Some will move very fast. Mm. Some will move very slowly. Mm. So if you have someone moving very fast mm. and your professor thinks that you're moving slowly. Because of this person who's like, moving fast. You know, Yeah because mm. we all have different backgrounds. Yeah. You know, if for example I want to do simulation, mm. maybe I've never taken a simulation class. Mm. Maybe someone else uh from their background maybe they did simulation maybe in their undergraduate. Mm. I don't have experience. Mm. They'll move faster than mm. me. Mm. Maybe I did a course, let's say when I was doing my chemistry I did like uh, organic chemistry mm. and someone else didn't do Mm. and maybe we want to synthesize something in the lab mm. i have that experience i'll mm. move faster than them mm. so but your professor expects you to move at the same pace, pace unless he's very understanding and he knows mm. people move different paces mm. it will, you will always there's always feel like you know i i think you know he, maybe he thinks or she thinks that i'm moving very slowly mm. and you will constantly get demotivated but you use that as a stepping stone and say okay today she said or he said this mm. uh you don't let that where you done because at the end of the day mm. you the phd is yours yeah and they will always be proud when you graduate yeah all these profess- professors will be proud when mm. they graduate students so mm. you just focus at the you know at the end goal yeah and you you are in the program and you see a lot of students dropping Mm. I've seen a lot of students dropping and uh, if you ask anyone who has gone uh, through graduate school mm. if they've ever thought about dropping mm. not even once and and who are, who who are mostly dropping from which background like in terms of uh, I don't know mostly especially because i mean i mean the us mostly i've seen a lot of uh, students from like the local students uh, mm. the american students dropping mm. and it's not it's not that uh we the students from inter- the international students are strong mm. but you know sometimes you think i'm dropping so i'm dropping and then where where am i going mm. you think about where you've come from you think about yeah. your background and yeah. you say no um i'll wrestle until the end and i was having no, this discussion because, yeah because mm-hmm. i was having this discussion before um with myself in my head mm-hmm. 
about okay of course i saw a lot of people saying uh people are dropping and i didn't see that dropping thing with the international students who are there like i didn't hear a lot from that so in my head i was having this discussion i was like i think probably um a professor will prefer a student who eh, my a professor will prefer a student i don't know if it's, it's a thing but in my head i was like a professor will, will choose a student who comes from uh, a certain background simply because they know the chances of them dropping are lower compared to another student mm-hmm. who comes from the local space oh yeah that happens a lot mm. and even the student themselves they mm. know our professors from certain background mm. you know they don't want to work because okay there is I don't know if, it, but there is uh, this uh, myth. I don't mm. know. If I should call it myth or narrative, but mm. uh, they say that the Asian professors mm. they overwork students. Mm-hmm. Like they are always there. They will push you. They won't even you to come school on weekends, or mm. they want you to work because mm. that is their culture. Mm. I happen to 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 my one of my graduate students like one of my fellow graduate student i mm. was working in the lab mm. was uh asian mm-hmm. was from china and they mm. he was telling me in their undergraduate mm. they were working they work even until 11 p.m they are in school mm. so it's for them mm. to have uh, a saturday and sunday as as break it's mm. weird yeah, they have to work. So it's their culture that they just have to work. Even, I mean, let's even come closer home. Mm. We have a lot of, uh, let's Chinese people working on construction. Mm. You always see them working even on Sundays, Saturdays. Mm. They are mm. always working. Mm. It's part of their culture. So, but the reason I think for international students mostly is you look at where you've come from. Mm. If I drop this PhD and go back home, mm. I'll be the laughing stock. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'll feel, I'll, 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 I'll consider myself a failure. Mm. And you know, I know, yeah, it's tough, but you realize it's tough maybe when you're in the second or third year, and you like, okay, I think I just have two years left. Um, but yeah, I'll get it done. But yeah, we, 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 we also go through the same, but it's just like the persistence and the thinking of, if, and also, you know, if, if you quit, uh, chances are you have to go back home unless you find a job. Mm. 